You're listening to Easier, a podcast about making life and work easier. I'm Anthony Wagner, and this is episode number 34. Each Wednesday, we'll embark on a journey together to discover the best tips for living and working more simply. I believe that when things are easier, we have more time for what matters most. This week, we're diving back into living with purpose, the topic we covered last week with my fantastic guest, Brendan Gallagher. This week, we're going to cover five simple strategies for living with purpose that you can try today. We're basically going to expand on last week's episode. Also, I've got a purposeful laptop hack that fits right in the spirit of living with purpose. Let's get started. All right. First up this week, I wanted to make you aware of a new social media platform that I have rolled out for the podcast. I know that I've kind of bounced around a bit in terms of social for the podcast. I've talked about Instagram. I've talked about a Facebook group a few episodes. Well, it was quite a few episodes ago at this point. And I've also had Pinterest and I've just kind of been, in my opinion, a little bit all over the place. I haven't found a good way to be consistent and to post and to make a channel that's valuable for everyone that's listening for you. So I put a lot of thought into it and I discovered a new tool that's helping me to do this. So I've actually moved all of my social efforts to the easier Facebook page. So for right now, I hope it's permanent. We'll see. I, you know, in the spirit of this podcast, always trying to optimize and make better. I have relocated everything over to this page so you can disregard all the other social channels. They're still going to stay up. And so if you look for me on Instagram, things like that, you can still find it. But everything is going to go to the Facebook page. And what is different here is that, first of all, of course, I'll post all of my new content. Every time an episode is released, it will, of course, show up on the Facebook. So if you, if that's how you prefer to follow the show and to get updates about when new episodes are released, absolutely like the page that will help you see when new episodes come out. And also, the new thing that I'm doing is I'm doing a lot of content curation. I find so many amazing creators from around the web. They produce so much fantastic content. And I love to share what I find. So I figured why not use the easier Facebook platform as a way to share content. The best things that I find about self-development, time management, everything that this podcast covers, you're going to find those kinds of things being shared on a regular basis. I'm talking three to four times a week. It's nothing overwhelming for sure, but I think that you really will love the stuff that I am sharing. I think that this is really going to provide a valuable space both for the content that I create and then everything else that I find from around the web. So I highly encourage you to go over and check it out. You can find it at facebook.com slash easiercast, just like the URL for the website. It's facebook.com slash easiercast, and that will take you right to the page. I would love it so much if you would like the page. And that's also where we can get some conversation started. We can have a little bit more dialogue at the Facebook page. So I'll be there. I'll be monitoring the comments. I'll respond to everything that gets posted. So I'm really looking forward to it. I've already started sharing quite a lot there and I hope you like it. Let me know. And again, the link facebook.com slash easiercast. 
So for Make Life Easier this week, we're jumping back into last week's topic, the living with purpose topic that we covered with my phenomenal guest, Brendan Gallagher. And he brought such a unique and simple and practical idea to the show about how to really focus your life and to do the things that bring purpose to your life. And I found that it was so useful that I took his knowledge and his teaching and I applied it in a way that has really changed the way I live. And so I figured I'd like to share those experiences and those practices with you. And I have five things that I have incorporated into, you know, everyday or weekly life that I think are really valuable. And I I really wanted to, to dive back in and to expand on those areas with you. And just so you know, we actually, Brendan and I recorded that episode a couple of months before it actually aired. I had it sitting in the queue to be edited and I just hadn't gotten to it. So I finally got it edited and launched it last week. So I had, you know, I think it was back in December when we recorded it and it's now March of 2019. It was December 2018. And so I had a bit of time to actually work through these things. So it's not like I heard his stuff last week and then did all of this. No, it took me some time. So there's there's really some thought behind the things we're going to start talking about. So number one is really take that values exercise seriously. He talked back in episode 33, that was last week, he talked about this exercise that he does with students at the University of Michigan Dearborn in determining or helping them to determine their values. And right after he and I recorded the episode, I did this exercise and I have found it to be so helpful. It's It really helps to put focus on the things that are important to me in everyday life. So just to recap that exercise, back in 33, which you can get to by going to easiercast.com slash 33, there is a link to a, a values worksheet and it's got, you know, I think 100, 125 or so values on it. And it's just a big list. And the exercise was that you start by, you take that list and you you set a timer for five minutes and it's important that you use a timer. You don't want to dwell on anything for too long. And you take that list of 100, 125 values and in five minutes you cut it in half. And then you reset the timer and cut it in half again. And that forces you to narrow down pretty quickly. You're not spending too much time analyzing every single value. It's forcing you to really think about the things that are important to you. And then you set another five minutes And you narrow it down to your top 10 from what's left and repeat again with five minutes and you come down to your core five. And the goal is to narrow down to those core five values that really help you to identify the things that are important to you. So let's, Brendan, I don't know if, I don't remember if he talked about in last week's episode, I probably should have checked, but I don't remember if Brendan covered what his core five values were, but I figured it might be helpful to you to hear an example. So I'm going to share the five that I discovered as I was doing this exercise. So my core five values came out to be discovery, growth, balance, simplicity, and joy. And what I ended up doing, I took the exercise in my own direction. Brendan explained that if there is a a value on the list that you want to change, feel free. If there's a value that you identify with that's not there, add it. Make the exercise your own. So what I did is as I kind of narrowed it down, I found that there were patterns that existed 
among the things that were left. There were a number of values that I identified with as I got down toward the end. So I know you're supposed to kind of stick within a time limit. And I did that for sure as I narrowed down probably to my top 25, 30 or whatever it was. And from there, I basically grouped the similar ones together. And I used Excel for this because, you know, when is it not a great day to break out Excel? I love Excel. So I know that makes me a big dork. That's fine. I own that fully. So I was using Excel for this and I created groups in Excel and I was just kind of moving the values around that way and just lumping the things together and seeing what patterns emerged. And this is how I came down to my top five because the five that I just listed house other things that are important to me as kind of sub values. So under discovery, I have things like, and again, these are synonyms, but they're not necessarily exactly the same. So you'll see under discovery, I have things like learning, exploration, travel, new experiences, and under growth, I have self-development, learning, change, adaptation, optimization, problem solving, balance has self-care, work and play, rest, relaxation, hard work and health. Simplicity has organization, optimization, living within my means, living with the things that bring me joy, and problem solving. And finally, joy encompasses friends, fun, family, reading, coffee, travel, health, discovery, and growth. And what's interesting is that joy, the other values that are in the list, they fall under there. They overlap. And that, to me, that makes sense. You you know, your values are interconnected. They're not, they don't live in a vacuum in and of themselves. They, they relate in a way. So doing things like discovery, doing things in that category certainly brings me joy and growing and things like that. Those bring me joy. But overall, joy is important to me as a value. So there's a lot of interconnectedness here. And I actually really like that. That that makes me feel like the, the values mesh together. And I'll tell you that as I was doing this exercise and things like friends and family didn't initially feature at the top, they, they are certainly important to me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Relationships are incredibly important to me. But in and of themselves, relationships weren't the right label for the value that was important to me. Those fall under things that bring me joy and that's where they belong. So that's how the exercise kind of shook down for me. And I I hope that that gives you at least a, a perspective as to how to do this exercise. Any way you do it, even if you do it right to the letter of Brendan's steps, it is very valuable to be able to identify these things that are important to you. And it's so valuable to be able to identify these values because you can then use it to inform the goals that you have, the actual practical things that you're working toward. So that's number two, is to connect your goals to the values that you've identified. So that's what I did actually relatively recently, is I went through and I took a look at the goals that I'd already written down a few months ago, and I expanded on them, and I I kind of fleshed them out a little better, and I put all of this into one document. So I have, it's actually in OneNote, but whatever kind of document you want to use, whether that's Google Drive or Word or whatever it is, I put my values first in the on the left with those little descriptions underneath each. And then I have a section for personal goals and then goals for this podcast and goals for my business. And personal kind of encompasses work too, but that's how I have it broken down. And what I did was with every single goal that I had, I listed underneath the value that that goal touched on. So for instance, I've been working on my health for a while in that I have been 
doing a pretty low carb diet for about a year and I've lost 65 pounds, which is great. I'm very happy with that. And I have two goals related to that. The first is that I am at a healthy weight. And the second is that I can comfortably fit into a shirt that is size extra large because I've been a 2X or slightly larger than that for as long as I can remember. So those are two practical goals and those both fall under growth and balance. Balance encompasses health for me. So that's where you know the, the, the health aspect comes from. And then growth is learning and adaptation and change and those kinds of things. So that's how those connect. For the podcast, I have a subscriber goal. And in these cases, in let me back up for just one second. The personal goals are a little bit less formal. They actually don't follow the smart goals format that we talked back in the little episodes a while ago. They're just, they're more kind of idealistic. You notice I didn't say I weigh, you know, five pounds, whatever it is. I didn't put a specific number there. I did that intentionally here, but with easier with this podcast and then with my business called Lightning Technology, I did put the SMART goals framework into practice. So I listed that I'd like to have a certain number of subscribers and also a certain number of downloads by July 1st. And what I'm doing is I'm tracking on a regular basis the progress towards those goals. And again, those also fit into my values. And something I learned, which was really interesting, this is a big aha moment for me. I've been really trying to grow my technology business and I wanted to focus more time on that. And this podcast takes, you know, a bit of time to to put together in a quality way and to make sure the show notes and everything are together. And so for a little while, I actually considered suspending the podcast because I wanted to spend more time doing the the tech stuff. But I did this exercise with putting, you know, tagging all of my goals with the values that they fit. And what I discovered was this podcast touches on all five of my core values. It's discovery, it's learning, it's growth, it's adaptation, it's change, it's balance in that I like to work hard, I also like to play hard. This is, this kind of fits both of those. It allows me to express myself through simplicity, through organization, through things like that. And it brings me joy in that it's something I really like to do. And learning that this is really the only area of my life that hits all five. And I'm not saying you have to have one that hits all five. I just do. That told me right then that I needed to to keep going with it. So that really solidified my commitment. Not that I was ever not committed to doing it. I was just looking at you know, the other commitments that I had made and seeing what was worth my time, I realized that this, in that it touches all of my my values, that it's it's absolutely worth figuring out a way to schedule time to keep doing it. So here we are, we're still going strong and I'm not planning any time to, to suspend it now. So that was something really valuable. It was an insight I took away that I don't think I would have been able to to see if it wasn't for this framework. So take that for what it is. I'm glad that I'm I'm still here. So that is the second step is to, or the second idea is to connect your goals to your values. The number three is to schedule a weekly review. You know, I touched a second ago on the fact that I regularly am updating this goals sheet and and reviewing this. But before what I was doing, I, I think I mentioned it a while back in the show. I can't remember. I may have about creating a desktop background for my computer and listing the goals and values on that and just leaving that up on my desktop. That didn't work the way I had expected it to. It it definitely 
put them there in front of my face, but what I find is that the desktop background on my computer tends to just kind of fade into the background. You know, it tends to just become part of the environment and I don't review the stuff that's on it. That's another thing I found with stuff like vision boards or, or, or things like that. We actually have in our apartment, we have kind of a vision board sort of wall. But what I find is that even now, after the initial enjoyment of it, it just kind of fades into the background. You don't really pay as much attention to it anymore. So I found that the desktop background didn't do it for me in terms of keeping on top of the things that are important to me and being purposeful in life. So I adapted a little bit and I've started putting on my calendar, and we talked about this back in the time blocking episode, I believe it was number 32, and I'm actually blocking time on a weekly basis to review my goals and my values. And this gives me the opportunity to spend 20 minutes simply updating the goals with the progress and reviewing my list of values to see if anything has changed. This has become a a really useful exercise. I've really updated it. And I'm going to include a screenshot to what I'm doing, the way that it looks in the show notes for this episode, which of course I'll list or I'll give you the link to the show notes at the end of the episode. But I've really come to enjoy keeping track of the things on this list, the goals and the values, because it just helps me to stay connected to what's important to me. You know, you move through the day, you move through your week, and you've got a lot going on. And trying to reflect back on all of these things, like Brendan suggests, can be cumbersome. You know, you've got to remember to do it. So this is something for sure that helps to keep me grounded in these things, that all of the the work that I'm doing is connected to the things that are important to me. So that's number three, is to schedule that weekly review. And if you want, back in episode 32 on time blocking, I rolled out a new freebie that was that simple day planner. This would be excellent for that too. You could use that and adapt that download for this exact purpose. So you can head to easiercast.com slash day planner and you can grab that free download. It's really simple. Um, I think folks have liked it, the folks that have downloaded it so far, and it's a it's a great little tool. I made it, and it's, you know, you make a copy of it for yourself, and then you can tweak it exactly how you need it. So that's can, can be found at easiercast.com slash day planner. So number four is the idea of, you know, going back to time blocking your day, and this is just recapping what we covered in episode 32 on time blocking your day. And I'm not going to launch into a full description because we just covered that a couple of episodes ago. But this being deliberate about how you spend your time throughout your day is really important. And if you spend the time to actually time block and put the things that are important on your calendar on a regular basis, and even going back to the episode about the daily me's um, from Dan Charnas's work clean, these things help you to be deliberate about how you spend your time. So definitely head back to easiercast.com slash 32 and review the time blocking methods that I covered there because I think that they really fit into living with purpose. They are the way that you can live with purpose on a regular basis. And then number five is actually something that I've just come up with and I haven't tried it yet. So I'm going to give this a shot and I can update on how it goes. But something that I, first of all, the the header here is to schedule daily decompression time. And Brendan talked about decompressing on a regular basis. We both said that we like to spend time before bed reading and being off our phones, things like that. 
And I used to find time every morning to meditate. I would spend 10 to 15 minutes meditating. And that didn't work for me for a couple of reasons. The first reason was that in the morning, this is definitely my productive time, but I found that sitting and you know trying to, to be mindful actually put me back to sleep. And so that didn't help. It, it, it was frustrating that I would fall asleep all the time because I was doing this in the morning right after having woken up and it just didn't work. And now I've adjusted my my work hours for my full-time job and I instead of going in at nine I'm going in at eight and so I don't have as much time in the morning to do that so those are two reasons and I've kind of cut that out and I've been looking for a way to reincorporate that into my day and so what I'm going to try is to schedule 15 minute blocks during my day to meditate while I'm at work Now, this might not work for everyone. If you work in a cubicle or something like that and you've got an open floor plan or this may not work for everyone, but I have an office with a door that I can close. And I guess if you are close enough to your car, you could always kind of go out for a break to your car and try this there. But I'm going to try meditating at work, spending a 10 minute or 15 minute block consciously meditating. And I'm going to put it as a regular task on my calendar, as you saw back In the time blocking episode, you can see that calendar. I've got the process tasks in the morning and I've got the daily me's at the end of the day. And I'm going to try putting in every single day a 15 minute recurring block for a meditation. So it gives me time to decompress during the day. And even if I don't take a whole 15, even if I just take five and pull up a five minute breathing exercise on YouTube, I think that that will do wonders in keeping me connected and keeping me grounded and helping to keep my day more purposeful. And also it's worth mentioning here too that the day planner freebie that I mentioned a minute ago would work for this too. So anytime you need to schedule, feel free to grab that day planner and try that out. Again, easiercast.com slash day planner. Okay, I won't say it anymore this episode. You think you got it. All right, for make work easier this week is a quick little laptop or computer, any kind of computer as long as it's running the right version of the operating system. But any kind of computer, this is a hack for being more purposeful about how you use your computer. And this is to use focus assist mode on Windows or do not disturb mode on Mac. And you can do this on your phones too, but this is specifically about computers. So both devices, both operating systems, I know for sure with Windows 10, maybe Windows 8, they may have called it something different. And then for Mac, I think this went back to Yosemite. I think that might have been the, when they released the Do Not Disturb mode. If somebody knows for sure, please let me know. But for those users who have either Windows 10 or a version later than Yosemite and Mac, you can enable these kind of Do Not Disturb modes, which prevent your computer from showing you notifications all the time. And that I found, actually, I leave my computer 100% of the time in focus assist mode. It's actually in priority only mode, so I'm not constantly being bombarded by every little notification that comes up. It will still show me texts that come through, which I like, and I think you might be able to control it, and it will still show priority things that the computer determines are important, but all the other little things, like I'm going to open it right now, the notification pane, and right now it's showing me, okay, my phone battery is charged. I don't need to be interrupted by that while I'm working. Things like that, they don't, they'll live here in the notification pane, and you have to actually deliberately choose to open it and look through them. You're not being pinged by a pop-up and a uh, a chime. So if you're on Windows, you can click the in the bottom right corner, this is for Windows 10, the notification area, and then 
the bottom of that pane that opens up, there's uh, a few icons. If you only see four, you might need to click the expand button. But if you see a whole bunch in that list or in that kind of grid of icons, there's one that says focus assist. Click that once and it will put you in priority only mode. That's what I prefer to just stay in all the time. Or you can choose to be in alarms only mode and that will only show alarms. It will not show anything else. So I find priority only mode works for me. On Mac, there's actually a quick little shortcut that I was when I was looking this up that you can use to enable do not disturb mode. And that is if you know in the top right corner of your computer, there's that like it looks like a list. It looks like a bulleted list, a teeny little icon in the top right corner to open your notification pane. If you press and hold option on your keyboard and then click that icon that will enable do not disturb mode for your Mac and you can turn it off the same way and that's a quick little shortcut to doing the same basic thing on a Mac it will collect all your notifications for you and it won't ping you every time something comes in so I think that will be a a, a nice little decluttering exercise that you can not even exercise but uh, a hack that you can put into place that will help to prevent you from seeing any more notifications than you need to. And that's it for episode number 34 of Easier. Remember to try any of those five techniques that we talked about for living with purpose and also definitely enable do not disturb or focus assist mode on your computer and hopefully that will bring you a little bit more purpose in your digital life. Do you have any tips, techniques, or tools for making life or work easier? If so, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at podcast at easiercast.com leave a comment in the show notes at easiercast.com slash 34 or visit my new Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash easiercast and connect with me there. Finally, if you know anyone who would benefit from the tips that I've covered in this episode, please be sure to share it with them. Hopefully every share means that someone somewhere will find more time for what matters most to them. Thank you as always so much for listening. And until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.